the podcast that flips the health and wellness industry upside down so you can be your healthiest inside and out. I'm your host, Dr. Neil Smoller, holistic pharmacist, supplement strategist, and I'm joined by Mark DeSico, founder of RTD Fitness. Mark, 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 what's up? What's up? I am a holistic uh, fitness professional <laughs> because I believe in the whole body, stretching the entire body. So that's holistic, right? And plus, like, I like patchouli oil. I don't know. It's a, is, that, is that what we do? I think so. Do All you right. have any shout outs, Sargadies, that you want to do to get us started here today? Uh, shout outs, Sargadies. You know, uh, let's do let's do a serious one because we're uh, we're at that time of year. Um, I want to give uh, love to uh, Sandy Stones yeah. and Diane Stones. Yeah. Um, it's a tough time of year for them because yeah. they lost Rodney. Um, and so, about a year ago. About a, a year ago. ago. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, just want to send love to them, you know, as, as somebody who's lost their dad and, you know, kind of knows how that feels. And um, it's 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 tough when, you know, we're getting older. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that, Neil. But, um, I'm handsome. But it's luckily you're a good looking guy still and your hair is like perfect. The hair's on. You it's know, like it's really on, funny. It's like, I'm going to stop your, your mm-hmm. sentimental mm-hmm. Uh, thing I was here. trying. Um, a lot of people have been coming into the store going, Neil, you look so young. And like, yeah. you know, and like I'm as fat as I've ever been. You right. And so like, right? <laughs> and, and it's really funny. All the staff are like, oh, Neil, you look so young. And like, I haven't said, oh, it's because I have a hair transplant. I only say that a couple of times, but yeah. All right. So back to what you were saying. I just want to give love to Diane and Sandy that, yeah. you know, uh, as a kid and, you know, I sort of shared the book of Mark, you know, one of the big pieces and, and she should have been in there more is, is Sandy. Uh, mm-hmm. she, you know, she's one of my best friends growing up. She was my girlfriend in high school and, uh, you know, uh, just one of my favorite people on the planet. And so her mom and her dad were always so nice to me and, and gave me a place to, to be and hang kind of like your parents and, and how it was kind of hanging at your house. But like, I, I always felt like, um, you know, sh- she had a really special relationship as an only child with her parents. Yeah. And so to lose a dad, you know, and, and, and yeah. she had a tough couple of last years where his brain was kind of like shot. And so, um, you know, I can't imagine how that must have felt. And so just to, to have to think about sort of the good times and, and to be able to reflect on them now, you know, feels like a, an awesome thing to be able to do. But just I, I get that that grief and the sadness that comes with that. And so yeah. I just want to send love to, to, to the Stoneses. All right. That's really nice. And uh, I want to send love because I have, you know, we're talking about junk in, in the garage. We were, yeah. I have a massive uh, barrel used for making bourbon okay. in my garage sure. because Diane Stones told me that she thought Sandy Stones would want it at the Boys and Girls Club uh, fundraiser. So I overbid Perfect. to get it to give to them. And then she's like, no, nah, I don't, I think Sandy doesn't really want it. Incredible. So now Classic I've got this, die. I've got this we love big you, bourbon That's fantastic. Thing. You'll figure I'm it gonna out. Call, I'm just going to call it Mrs. Yeah. Stones. Uh, call, call, <laughs> call it die. Big die. Today's episode is gobble gobbledygook. Oh. This is our first holiday special. We should have like brought turkeys and stuff. Are it's, we going to have Ewoks? How does this work? <laughs> it's not really related to the holistic standard at all. We are just going to shoot the snot about Thanksgiving. There's a couple of things we can probably talk about as it relates to health and wellness, but really it's just for me a celebration of the fact that we can start watching cartoons that are Christmas. Sure. Like uh, I will, no joke, the day that this comes out, which I believe will be November 20th, 30 days from now, we're recording this before Halloween. Mm. And so I will be watching... Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, classic. Nonstop. My kids freaking hate it. It's the best. It is not only the best Muppet movie. It is. It's the best Christmas Carol movie. Sure. And it is the best Christmas movie. And I will fight people for that. I mean, it, it, the, the, 
the uh, Kermit as Bob Cratchit is just is just, just you can't cast a, a better uh, uh, Cratchit. Frankly, the, I mean the jokes, the jokes are the strong. music, the music strong. Michael Caine, Michael Ma- Michael Caine was better than he needed to be. Right, he, he, he came at it like he was like I'm I'm a I'm true doing thespian. This. Yeah, I'm doing this like it's, it's and most like people are tongue and cheek at a Muppet movie because they know they're there. Yeah. I will say, and and this is one of my favorite Muppet movies is Muppets Same. Most Wanted. Oh, that's good. It's yeah, it's inc- a new one. Right? It's an yeah. incredible one. Tina Fey is phenomenal in it. Yeah. Yeah. As as the and and uh, Ricky Gervais is 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 yeah. super good in it. Um, just good high quality comedy, man. Right. And so just so much fun. And I was hoping you were going to say Treasure Island because that's oh, the Treasure Island's other, incredible. That's, yeah. that's the other one where Tim Curry comes at it just like so a thespian good. and yeah. like just nails it. Yeah, Has so. to murder it. And yeah. and just you know if you're not watching Muppet movies, folks, like yeah. what are you doing with your you're, time? Yeah, you are I mean, not. That's on. a wellness practice for sure. Everybody needs. I agree. Visit wellnessupsidedown.com for all things podcast related. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and even over on YouTube and give us those five-star reviews every single time you hear us uh, each and every episode. It will help us get seen and heard and we are worth it. Totally. We don't really need a pre-show affirmation today. We're not really going to rant We're not gonna about We're not going to beat anybody much. up today, yeah, probably. It's going to be a nice, easy day. Uh, so we're going to just skip that. But I, basically, we're not beating up on anybody because the decisions they make, we're beating up on the industry because it stinks and it's filled with propaganda and horrible, horrible yeah, rhetoric. That's all so, true. That's it. So uh, this is our first Thanksgiving special. We're preparing for the big day. So there's a lot of calories that we have to get ready for. Mm. We have to do the exercises so that way we can fight your way through the Black Friday cl- uh, crowds, yoke somebody out if they're trying to get your Tickle Me Elmo. Sure. And then we got to talk about COVID. Do we care? Do we not care? Do we go and do we smoke out our uh, asthmatic uncle? Well, <laughs> because and, and I'm we... going gonna, gonna to share something about COVID, Neil, that you're not ready to hear. So right. when we get to that part, I, right. I, I've prepared. I'm, I'm my... excited. Oh, I can't wait. And then last but not least, Mark wants to talk about gratitude. I do. I have no idea why. He's such an a-hole. So, like, uh, You know, we yeah. just, we we spend a lot of time being like cranky and like, don't do what The Rock does. And I just shared that clip, you know, the other day. But like, <laughs> you know, it's it's the kind of thing where it's like, uh, I can take a step back from all this and, and appreciate the fact that like, A, I should not be in as good a shape I am. B, I shouldn't have the family or life that I have. Like, I have an awesome- You deserve I have an awesome life. And so if I spend time, like, focusing on the minutiae that's not working, which I'm very good at, I'm missing the forest for the trees. I'm missing the, the fact that I should be walking around every single day with a smile on my face. And I try to because my life is freaking awesome, man. And so if I don't take the time and actually say that in specific, like here's the specific things are awesome. Like before I go to bed every night, I remind my yep. wife that we have an awesome life and that we're doing really well. And, and I say that every single night. And I don't do that just because it's like a, a rote thing that I do. I truly believe it. And mm-hmm. so and so, if I'm not saying the things into existence, I'm not doing my best job to, to build up this life that I have and, and to maintain it, right? So Yeah, so the point of a show structure is to kind of tease out the ideas. Not and not do it at the beginning. The, right, well, we'll thing. do it later. Yeah, but it's we're, fine. No we're going to do yeah, more later, do. Neil. This is a <laughs> One, we have to do more this than that. This is a Mark episode, baby. Oh this is God. this is jazz. <laughs> we're not doing Neil, let me write everything down and read off a piece of paper. Wow. <laughs> You're jazz. Yeah. You're the Jack DeGenetta <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> That's what you are, right? All right. So let's talk about first the calorie explosion. My joke at the pharmacy around Thanksgiving. So there's one Everyone thing I got to say. Joke, this I is, guarantee. No, they love it. They you, don't. you know how like, you pay them. They have to laugh at your shit. When we were doing <laughs> when we were doing COVID stuff, Mark came with me one time I and did. we we did every single corny joke we could. All of them. The the what was the joke that landed 100 percent of the time, Mark? The old folks loved everything about us. So like when we were when we were out with the old folks, they ate us up as yeah. their grand 
grandchildren. But do you remember the question that we asked everybody, male or female, and they all laughed at? Are you pregnant? Yep. And, and, <laughs> so, and when you, and have, so we go, are you pregnant if to the guy or if, to the girl? If you've never looked at a 90-year-old woman and asked her if she's pregnant, do it. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It delivers on a level you can't imagine. And yeah. the, 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 the appreciation and the love that you get back from them is worth every bit of how dumb that joke is. But it lands every time. It every, is consistent. It is just, it's and the crushed. dudes are like ready to fight you because they're, like, they're old eh. school. But the, the women just, no. they say, love it. Are you pregnant to a 90-year-old man? Man, and he goes, if I were, I'd be rich. That's the retort. So, yeah. So um, my favorite part about this time of year is that, you know, I have a, a, a an old school shop. And so people are coming in and doing their stuff, checking off their boxes on their list. And then they're going off to do the next thing at the next shop. And I get to have that like holiday interaction with people. And I get to say, have a great Thanksgiving and stuff like that. And I say, I, I, I always do a 5K on Thanksgiving. I, I eat 5,000 calories, right? Bada, and, and bada, they're like, oh, that's so good, this man. Guy's hilarious. This guy's hilarious. Uh, that's so funny. Oh, and so, boy. like, uh, so, wah, wah. so that's what I, I get to say. And so, like, when it comes to Thanksgiving, it's the calorie explosion. So, Mark, do you stick to your plan on Thanksgiving? Here's the thing, Neil. <laughs> I don't have a choice. So like, <laughs> so, like, other people can, like, can like play around with their diet. And, yeah. like, me, it's like, I'll sweat and vomit, right? So, like, I don't, it's like dubbing syndrome and all that stuff that we've talked about. Yeah. Uh, you know, ad nauseum, I would become ad nauseous, right? Yeah. So, like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, because your stomach is physically my less stomach's big. But here's here's one of the things I mean. Can doing. you just like push it to the max, or you nah, don't? Not really. And one of the things I like to do recently is I've been uh, I've been getting the Hawaiian rolls for my family, and so I'll take a row of them, which is three. And I'll make little peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on them, and I can so eat. So a sushi thing? No, no, no. Like a Hawaiian roll, those little sweet rolls, the the the, the bread. Oh, so okay, so yeah, I don't yeah. eat a lot of bread, but mm. like recently I've been trying to add a little bread into my into my schedule because it, it brings me joy, yeah. and because I like to mix up my you know nutrition a little bit. And I have um, yummy blueberry jam right now, and okay. it's so tasty. And so I can't have a ton of anything, right? But I can have little bits. So I I make these little tiny sliders peanut butter and jelly and they bring me just a ton of joy and so what i will do when it becomes time for for thanksgiving is i'm going to make little sliders on those dinner rolls and i can take a little bit of the stuffing which i love stovetop right so i can take stovetop maybe a little mayo a little that good turkey and that for me is heaven on earth like yeah i don't need you know a thousand things and then i can have a little slice of pie too so like my, my diet you know i have a little flexibility i and it, it's it's i can't have 15 slices of pie which of course is what i want to do um, because that's how my brain works, but I can build in these, these nice treats. And yeah. so, and so I like this time of year to be able to do that. Can you do like on Thanksgiving day? Cause like, I, I just think about like our Thanksgiving, there's just food everywhere and it's yeah. just like an eating contest. And so like, can you just like eat and then like a couple hours eat some more and like, do you do that? Yeah, no, it's, it's more like it's, it's, it's kind of what you're describing, which is like, I can have, I, I, I plan my day out, you know, like we've talked about, like I plan mm-hmm. out my nutrition kind of way ahead of time. Yeah. It, I can eat a little bit and then I am going to wait a little bit and then at night I'll have another like little sandwich right and just you know just a little bit and 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 I can't have too much bread it takes up too much space and it kind of sops up in my tummy so I don't yeah. have a lot of space for it yeah but I I like it and so I try to I try when I can on these special occasions to kind of have those things but and any one of those meals I can't fill up the way that I so like most people like they'll they'll spend the entire morning not eating so that they have all the space in their stomach that wouldn't work for me like I have to eat on my regular intervals and still I can have a a little bit extra I can play with a little bit like the other night we ordered Chinese I had I had a couple of Food, dumplings not people right? no not people okay mm-hmm. um I had a couple of dumplings. 
couple of sweet and sour, um, you know, chickens and, uh, you know, not like the little bites. And so, you know, I can't have rice really. And so I, I have like a breaded thing, which is, which is, you know, fried and I have the fried dumpling. I can't have a ton of them, but I can have a couple. And so I have a couple, I feel good. And then I pay for it, you know, at, at the back end. but that's everybody. Right. So right. It's, I'm not any different that way. Like you have Chinese food, Neil, you eat it to excess. You're yeah. going to be on the toilet the next day. There's orders yeah. to it. That's real talk. Right. For so, sure. so while I, while I can do some of those things that I used to do, I, it doesn't bring me the same level of joy that it once did. Yeah. And I can do it in a much more planful, much more um, focused way and still have that kind of experience, right? right. Where I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I eat, uh, you know, I put a lot of whipped cream. I can go whipped cream straight into my mouth. I put whipped cream in everybody's <laughs> mouth. I do that. Like, I have fun with that stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm still able to do all that. And so I'm not really missing out on anything. People think, you know, you get the surgery and, and you, you miss out on life. I, I'm here to tell you. I, I, I try to make the best of the situation, you know, utilizing the tools I have and recognizing my limitations, which, yeah. you know, we all should do. Right. I mean, it is, it's planned gluttony yeah. and all of us have to, our own plans. Uh, and, you know, it's funny, we were talking last time about productivity and, you know, I was just about to say, I go off the rails and like your productivity system, whether it's for wellness or for anything else, that's the rails that you're supposed to stay on. Right. right. And so like, uh, I go completely off the rails for Thanksgiving, try to do some stuff before and after to try to make up for it. So like normally the day before I'll do a little bit lighter, certainly we'll skip, um, some meals, uh, you know, and then try to exercise. Like I try to run the day of Thanksgiving, at least just that, that morning, my wife used to do the Turkey trot, which was like that 5k that was up in Troy. Right. And so, well, and she's you know, and she's in great shape and she's attractive. And yeah, so, and so, so it's better. It's easier was, for her. She's going to meet guys. Yeah, so that's you're what just she was you're doing. just like an <laughs> ugly, like bad runner. And so like, that's, <laughs> right. you know, that's, it's just a different life. That's right. all. And so, you know, it was it was great for me because it was it was Thanksgiving was just like this one time, a few hours eating contest and I would have no food before or after, you know, you eat at two o'clock for some stupid reason. Right. Mm. So like you don't need breakfast and you just obliterate food and you don't need to eat until about two o'clock the next day. But now it's starting to leach in to the, the rest of the week. Sure. Uh, did you ever do Thanksgiving Eve with your friends in college? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, just, and, and like, that was always the heavy hit. Uh, that was a big one. And, you know, and just like going out to the bars and stuff and just like hitting yeah. up and just being a maniac and then, mm -hmm. and then getting home and just being like, oh, why is my life so stupid? And right. like, why am I so dumb? And then like wearing it out. Yeah. It's so brutal. Aaron's cousins do like a scotch tasting thing as their new, like sophisticated way to Dear do it. God. But like when I was in college, well, right out of college, I was a pharmacist and I, the young pharmacist had to work all the holiday shifts for the older pharmacists that had, you know, families and such. So I just remember getting obliterated on Thanksgiving Eve one time and laying on the floor the entire shift just because I could not move. I was like gatorating Classic. and I just couldn't do it. It was, it was fantastic. Uh, but now the Thanksgiving Eve has come back. Like now we have friends that come up and they stay overnight and then it ends up being a mess. You know, remember last year, Liv, we, uh, we were rocking, uh, we were really drunk and everybody's like, are you guys drunk we're like no we're fine and like we you know made dinner made dessert ordered pizzas yes. and it was just out of control so much so that i couldn't be a glutton the next day it was crazy we're like shot. i couldn't believe that i couldn't even eat my thanksgiving dinner i tried i shoved that down there but i couldn't do it yeah mm. so what kinds of things would you advise people to do you know when they're gonna have thanksgiving are you the kind of guy that's like you know you still have to kind of stick to a plan and da 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 da, da or like how do you like coach people through yeah thanksgiving? Uh, you know I, I i approach thanksgiving like i do kind of most things right which is like you got to enjoy life, man. And so like people will reach out to me and, and folks I work with will, will say, oh man, you know, I, I'm going out tonight. I'm going to have a couple drinks and it's going to throw off my whole nutrition plan. And I'm like, bro, have the drinks. And sometimes they're female and I still say, bro. Yeah, or bro dude. is very. I'll be like, dude, eat, drink 
and eat and be merry, right? Like I am not here to stop anybody from living their lives and, and you have to live in the world, right? So like if you're going to beat yourself up over a couple of drinks, when you're somebody who, who can handle a couple of drinks now, I, I can't physically. And so I don't, <laughs> I don't drink and that's a choice. Yeah. And that's a choice I've made for a while, even before the surgery. But yeah. for folks who do, I'm always encouraging them to do that because life is short and stupid and we're going to be dead. And so like, uh, you know, and that's a little bit more, but, but I'm saying it in a kind of tongue in cheek way, which is like, listen, you got to experience life. You got to have fun. You got to build memories. You got to make live be like, why did those people get so drunk last year? Because like, they're weird. And like, my dad's like falling on himself trying to play Atari and he doesn't know what he's doing. And he's just a mess. But th- these are, these are important like life lessons for, for kids to see us having fun too. Right. So like, we're going to be going to, this is, this will have aired already, but we, we have a, a Halloween uh, party coming up and it's an 80s theme. And so I'm going nice. as Al Bundy. My wife's going as Peg That's Bundy. That's fantastic. It's going to be incredible. And so everybody's going to get bombed. I'm just going to walk around drinking my Diet Cokes and, and my Diet Dr. Peppers and my waters. And and I'm a hoot, right? Like, I don't need to get drunk to be fun. You guys mm-hmm. can tell. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lot of fun. I'm a, I'm a ball of energy. I'm like, yeah. the you know, the life of the party. You can still have fun with the eating, with the drinking, and, and still find a way to find a balance to that if that's, some, if that's something you can do. Some people can't, right? And so yeah. people who do things to excess, I would not say go yeah. have a drink or have some food, right? It depends on the person. But when somebody's reaching out to me who's doing really great and they're really on their plan and they're doing awesome and they're like, listen, I'm going to go get bombed tonight with my friends. I'm like, good. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. You know? And I think like for me, the Thanksgiving thing, it's, it's one of those things that hopefully if you do it correctly, it's just a blip, you know, just like, you know, as we we're talking about the zigzag calorie approach yeah. where you are tight during the week and then a little bit excessive at totally. the weekend, you know, just to, but it's still all balanced out. You know, if you're doing really well, you're on your, your plan and then you accidentally <laughs> ingest 6,000 calories in one day, yeah. that'll be just like a little blip on the radar. You're not going to get the, the win for that week. It'll just be, you know, neutral. If not a loss, no, big deal begin again the next week and get right back on your schedule and that's it and you know i would rather have the time you know you also don't have to engorge yourself you know if that's what brings you joy do it but you don't have to and the discipline is the piece. So like Neil's talking about running in the morning of Thanksgiving, and that's kind of how, how we operate all things, right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to run today, mm-hmm. so that'll counterbalance the food I eat. But it's like, <laughs> I do exercise every day. Right. So so if I miss a day yeah. ever, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. Right. It used to feel that way when I wasn't consistent and didn't have discipline that if I stepped off one day, I'd mm-hmm. be done forever. Right. Or the opposite, if I do this big eating one day, I'm going to go off the cliff and I'm going to eat like that every single day. And so having that discipline in place is going to be those guardrails that's going to keep you back on that path so that you're not finding yourself down this like, well, I guess I'll just eat like this. For, I guess I'll eat Thanksgiving dinner like this forever. Like, <laughs> And that's how our brains work, right? Yeah. It's like, well, I had one bad day. I'm going to turn this into a bad week, bad year, bad, you know, it's never been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, right? Like it's, it's friend <laughs> style. And so that's the thing that we're trying to kind of buck up against a little bit and, and just call your attention to because that's the thinking, the mindset stuff that we're really focusing on. Yeah, I think that, you know, the calorie stuff, no big deal. Just one day. Who cares? Figure it out. You guys you guys can do this. So then the other piece to this uh, Thanksgiving thing is the gathering. Yeah. So we're going to be meeting up with family. Most of us have vulnerable people in that crew that we're going to get together with, right? And this episode and this Thanksgiving is going to coincide with a really awful wave of COVID. 
um, the BQ1, BQ1.1. I really just think that they're just going for like text-based emojis. Like mm. it's like an X and a D for like a smiley face. Like, mm. you know, like, you know, it's just weird, X very weird. Yeah. Like uh, variant names anymore. So I, I don't know what's going on, but I know that it's coming and like it's going to be a, a very particularly difficult time COVID wise. And so the question that I have is, do we care? <laughs> and I and here's where I here's where I've been waiting for the whole episode. Go, Neil. go. I am a left wing nut job. I mm-hmm. believe that people should have the basic necessities to live in our culture. I believe that the government should actually help people who aren't rich. And I believe in the idea of science. That being said, comma, I feel very strongly that I am one hundred percent done with COVID. And I want to be really clear about this. I don't ever want to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I had my bivalent booster. I got it from a guy in a phone booth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got my bivalent booster. I believe in, in, in vaccines. I believe in, in my, in my, um, I had the other one too, the flu one. I get, I get all of them every year. I do them, you know, and, and I don't understand science cause I'm a half idiot, but I know that people smarter than me have said that this is what I should do. What I want to say is I am freaking done with COVID. I am (laughs) traumatized, I'm sad, and I'm done. And so you will not find me putting a mask on unless I am physically forced to do so. My face is too pretty, and I can't fathom living through that again. I have PTSD around it, and I'm all set. And like I was walking with my daughter to school today, and... I was like, man, you know what I miss about masks? It made my face warm because it was cold <laughs> yeah, this morning, right? So, right. and she and I were like, yeah, my nose used to be much warmer when I bre- yeah. when I was breathing into a mask. And you like, to smell that horrible breath. Well, that was the though. other thing, but but I only had to smell my breath. I didn't have to smell your breath, which was better. And so, yeah, I said that at the beginning. Like, if I can smell your breath, and I'm, we're both wearing masks, you need not breath mints. You need a priest. You need like, you, need, you need an exorcism. You, yeah. it's, it's bad. But like, so I, I'm I'm half kidding, but I'm really not, Neil. Like, I am a representative of society here. Mm-hmm. You care about. COVID and you want to keep fighting it and you want people to not die, I'm all set. Like I'm good. And I, and I don't want people to die, but like, I feel like we know enough now about how we're going to live through this whole thing that like people, we, we didn't care when a million people died. Right. So like, why am I going to start caring more now? And, and I say that generally because I am so sick and tired of COVID. There, I said it, okay? I said it. <laughs> Are you very Bill Burr about this? Did you hear what Bill Burr has to say about this? I, He's like, I listen to the eggheads, wear your mask, do, do what they tell you to do. He's like, and if you don't want to, I don't care. Smoke your grandmother. Take out your yeah. uncle. There's too many freaking people. It'll it'll help with traffic, yep. you know? <laughs> it's, it's a Dwight Schrute. There's just too many people here. We need right. a plague. And so, yeah. I, you know, I don't want a plague, but at the same time, it's like, uh, we are on the other end, in my mind, of the the COVID where we didn't have any protection, right? We didn't have anything, and people can argue the efficacy of vaccines. They're idiots, but they can argue it. <laughs> we know that it's been effective. We know that it's saved lives. We know that it's minimized the, the symptoms on people. And I, I'm not a scientist. I just know that that's true. I'm here to say, with all of that knowledge, with all of that understanding, we have to take personal responsibility. And that's what kind of Bill Burr's saying in, in, a, in a joking, hilarious way. But like, we have to all look at who's around us and who we care about and what we're going to do with that. And so if I were around somebody who was immunocompromised, I would wear a mask, but I'm not necessarily most of the time. And so I'm going to live with a little bit of like, okay, we'll see what happens here. And I've had COVID. 
I lived through it. I didn't even really notice I had it. I went to a, a weight loss summit for my DDP yoga and I came back and like almost all of us had, got COVID. And so I only realized it because my voice went and it didn't come back. And I was like, that's weird. It's been like four days and I talk a lot. So that I thought was maybe what would happen. So I didn't even test because I was like, well, I do a lot of talking. Turned out I had COVID. I had the most mild COVID maybe ever. And it was the easiest. It was easier than any cold I ever had. Yeah. But let's look at the facts, right? I got a pretty solid immune system because mm -hmm. I keep my body pretty well healthy. Because you boost it with supplements. I boost it with supplements. And I I keep the base of the pyramid, the, the, the first floor of Macy's, <laughs> very strong. And so I do all those things. So then I don't have to worry as much about those things when they happen to me. So I get... I get that you're going to be Mr. Wear a mask at the Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm here to say in between bites. Screw you, turkey. Neil. Yeah. I am done with COVID. So uh, last year, we, you know, it was a different time. Omicron was surging. And, you wore a diaper on your face, <laughs> and so I just put a bag over my head, and everybody. That's actually, better. That's better go. for just visual. Most like, people were yeah. like, you know, don't even bother coming. We don't want you there. Yep. So you know what we did last year because we actually had two very vulnerable folks in our family that are both on immune suppressants, and they're like they were near ninety. So Gigi yeah. and Pop, right? So and we also had all the babies, so they couldn't get vaccinated at that point. Right. So what did we do? So last year, what we did is. We went maskless, but I tested everybody because tests weren't as available then either, if you recall. Um, so I brought my testing kits and I swabbed everybody in the garage before they can come in. And so I'm not really- Did they wait 15 minutes in the garage before they came in? Yeah, everybody, that's, that's everybody hung out while well, we had a fire going. So That's cool. Yeah, so it was like a fun that's little social neat. thing. That's, yeah, that's it was great. That's actually neat. So we tested before we left because we had the test at our house. So then, we, you know, all of our kids were in the house and all warm, but everybody else was just kind of having a, their first drink outside and everybody was good. And and so, you know, and everybody had been boosted and all of that stuff. So we, you know, we're very confident. And so we felt a lot better because we knew that the, you know, we could be, you know, pre-positive kind of a thing. Um, we could just still be carriers. Uh, we could have been in that false negative uh, place too, but we knew that at least we didn't have enough antigen to like be super infectious that day, right? And so there are a lot of folks that are going to say, what do I do? How do I handle this? Especially because right now you and I are sitting in a place where COVID's kind of on the horizon. We've got all of this, uh, you know, uh, boosters in us and we hear the threat coming down the the, the the path here, we hear about all these new variants that are coming. It's in pretty much every piece of media out there that there is this doom coming. So when this episode drops, I'm thinking that it's going to be here and we'll have a lot of different opinions and there's going to be a lot of people that are very nervous about what do I do? So, you know, again, my thought process is like, you know, I've been saying since this thing came out, and since the pandemic started and since vaccines were available, you don't wait to get your vaccine. The minute that your group is eligible to get your vaccine, get it then, because it's already probably too late based on the way that the waves work anyway, right? So I hope you already have your bivalent booster. I know that in October, only about 4% of the population has it, which is a real problem, right? Because that means that, you know, while we have the protections now, that means that we're not going to have them very soon, right? That means that more and more people are going to get COVID. And we keep forgetting that with COVID, it's not just about the, um, you know, death and dying and hospitalizations. It's about the long COVID, which is about 20% of people that get COVID have long COVID symptoms. And there, and that's a whole uh, another disaster that's going to be, you know, coming down that tunnel, that that light at the end of the tunnel for COVID is actually a train, you know? And so, but that's a whole nother thing. So what I would tell people, get your boosters, get your flu shots, do what you can. I don't think that you need to necessarily be wearing masks around people unless those people are uh, immunocompromised or you're immunocompromised yourself. That makes a lot of sense. If you're a high-risk person, 
be a, a masked person too. And that's just what you got to do, right? That's un- the unfortunate nature of this whole thing. I would say testing is a great tool. Uh, you can get free tests now. And like, again, there was $120 worth of tests. I can just hand people for free. Right. And, and that's awesome. The ability to have, I wish I had that for strep. I wish I had it for everything else. Right. And so, uh, we have this great resource that you can use as a surveillance tool. And if, again, this is only if you care about this kind of stuff, if you, if you want to spend the effort a couple, you know, a week before you just start testing yourself every other day until you get to that day and you're just testing yourself. So you know where you stand. If you've had your vaccines, you've done your testing before, you know that you're walking in there and there's a really, really good chance that you're not carrying COVID, right? And the story that we can tell about our risk uh, profile for ourselves is a lot different. And so if you want to get together with people, I would just say, maybe you guys all commit to doing that. And if you don't, then you know, you're just really rolling the dice and that's cool too. I'm totally cool with whatever anybody wants to do with this. I just don't want people to spread misinformation about the tests, about the vaccines, about COVID itself. Like, you know, again, I'm very, you know, like you, I'm very left leaning in my thought process, um, much more than the typical left leaning American. And I would say that, um, I'm, also very fiercely, um, I guess, what's the word? Um, you know, like science based. Uh, nah, I guess no, like more not authoritarian, uh, libertarian. I don't like that word because yeah. we don't know what it means here. But I really want people to just do their thing and just live their lives. I, right? I feel very strongly about the the personal responsibility and the calculated risk on some of this stuff. Like, you know, we've we've seen that people who are going to be dumb about this are still going to be dumb about it. And I don't want to fight with those people. I don't have any desire to do that. And at the same token, right, there's the people who are dumb about it, spreading misinformation. But then you have the people on the far end who are like, all I all I have to do is walk around with a mask on my face and I got to have 75 bivalent boosters. I got to get them. I got to get a booster today and a booster tomorrow. And it's like those are extremes. Yeah, and it's we, unreasonable. We here don't want to live in extremes. I don't want you on the dumb. It doesn't exist. end, and it's made up like the moon landing. And I don't want you on the other end, which is like it's going to kill me tomorrow. You can't live in either one of those extremes in a comfortable and safe way. It's 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 going to wear you out, honestly. And yeah. so there's a there's a middle ground here for all of this stuff. And so that's what we're trying to encourage. Right. You it, should care. You should, you should care. care. And you should and you should use the tools that are available because that's going to lessen the blow for everybody and potentially protect people that you care about. So get the vaccines. Use those tests, man. Build up a, a nice little story about your risk. And if you got symptoms, let everybody know at least. You know, because we've had some situations now where people are going to parties and they're not telling people that they're symptomatic. I will say to people, I have strep throat, right? I'm on antibiotics. I've tested myself multiple times. I don't have COVID, right? And so then he's people are like, COVID. great. All right. He's, he's good, he's right? Totally so we can COVID. we can hang out with him. We can uh, we can chill and he can cough all over us. But, you know, I just think that, you know, like Mark's saying, let's be reasonable, right? So yeah. mon- do, doing, doing so will help monitor your real status and your real risk. And if, if everybody did that, we'd be in far better shape, but nobody wants to commit to that. Well, right? and, and we don't have to go that far. Not, not nobody, Neil. Like we, it's about good information, right? And mm-hmm. so I want to encourage people to, to, to know that we, it's it's an amazing place that we're in. Like, like again, this gratitude piece that we're going to get to, I need to recognize, and you need to recognize, Neil, right now, mm. that that we are in the luxury part of COVID where, where we're having this level of conversation. Like we lived through people are being put in a truck and getting their body driven out to a, you know, a hole in the ground because they were dying at a pace that was not manageable. And so 
that is not where we are now. And so we have to be realistic about where we are now and we're in a much better place. Are we set? No, COVID's going to be around, folks, and we got to be realistic about that. And we can do it without locking down, without masking up all the time, without living on the extreme end that we did at the beginning of this, when we didn't have information, when we didn't have vaccines, when we didn't have the supports in place. We have more of those now. When I hear 4% on bivalent boosters, that makes me sad. I've got my bivalent booster because I believe in the science. I doesn't mean that I walk around in fear all day. It doesn't mean that I wear a mask. I don't even know where my masks are. I don't wear masks. I don't believe in wearing them every second of every day. We took our daughter to Aladdin at Proctor's, which nice. was incredible. It's a great it was, story. It was Did your dude just have hilarious. all the abs? And so yeah. it was it was incredible. They yeah. looked they looked really strong and they must do good stretching like mm -hmm. I do. Um because I, I felt like I looked like them too. But the <laughs> the, the you know, I, I used to look more like Jeannie, who's a bigger guy and, and hilarious. <laughs> and so Jafar was so good, like yeah. it was excellent. So if you get a chance to see the tour of Aladdin, please do. It was so good. But it felt awesome to be there. But Lila was even like, or my daughter, she was like, uh, you know, th this guy's wearing a mask. I'm like, yeah, you know, he might be immunocompromised. He's in a crowd. Like, we're in close quarters. I, I don't judge anybody who's walking around with a mask. In the same way, I don't want to be judged if I'm not wearing a mask, right? So we can have common sense. We should be able to have common <laughs> sense conversations about this stuff without losing our minds, without going left versus right, without going on all that nonsense that, that, the, that the media wants us to do, <laughs> that social media forces us into these pigeonholes where all we see on our timelines, if you've ever done any, any level of looking at how the social media game is played, you are being fed specific information based on what you watch and based on what you like and based on what you heart and based on what you care. It looks at that and you are a piece of information that is being fed specific. My mom's timeline on her Facebook is entirely different than my timeline. She says things to me like, I saw this article, ba ba da ba. I don't ever see that article. In the same way, she doesn't see the articles I see. So, we got to get to a middle ground here, folks. We got to get to a place where we can have common sense conversations about life. If we don't, we're doomed as a society. We really are. And so I can be a left-leaning nut job and still appreciate right-wing lunatics. I can do that. We can make this work. We have to realize we're all people. We got to come together and, and for the sake of society, for the sake of the Targaryen dynasty, we have to put our differences aside and come up with a way that we can have real good, honest conversation about this stuff without personalizing, without attacking, without making people feel less than. Because when we do that, people triple down. We've talked about this. They triple down on their approach. It's this idea that you've come at me with your idea. Well, now it makes me feel like I got to be stronger in my idea. I got to come at you harder than I would have before because you and I I don't agree. We don't have to agree, folks. We can have a baseline of truth, though, and that's where you can't make up your own facts. You can have opinions all you want, but you don't get to make up your own facts. That's some Daniel Patrick Moynihan there. So <laughs> think about that as we move forward through this stuff. Let's talk about gratitude, Mark. Gratitude. What baby. is there to be thankful for, really? How dare you? Everything, Neil. And and that's where we fall short because we're always looking for what's wrong. We're always looking for how to improve, and we don't take enough time to appreciate what we have. When Neil was like, we're doing a Thanksgiving episode, what are we doing it on? I was like, 
gratitude. He said, and he was he like, said turkey. And he was like, ugh. He and I was gravy. like, right. And I, uh, and we, shoulder pork and ham. We have to. And then he said gratitude. And then I said gratitude. Guys, we got to appreciate how lucky we are. We're on a planet that's dying. We, <laughs> we, we happen to be alive during a time where like we can watch reruns of The Office. Like we have it really yeah. good, folks. And so we have it better than any person like Ronald Reagan said, like we, and I'm not a Ronnie guy, but like he said, we have so much more than every generation before us. Mario Cuomo, the better Cuomo. He said the same thing, right? We live in a time that our ancestors would have dreamed of living in. We don't have to suffer at the same level that folks, even a generation or two before us had to, to survive. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I can, I can go online right now. Somebody can have made a Lego set custom and then they can, Give me the plans and the pieces, and then it automatically buys all the pieces from Lego dealers, and then it gets delivered to my door. Custom Lego sets delivered to your door. What a time to be alive. That's what I'm saying. And so, like, we just look past that as, like, I used to have to burn mixed CDs, you know, and mixed tapes Bro, we before used to that. Make tapes. We made tapes. And so I had to tape off the radio to hear the top nine at nine on K104. Like, yeah. I lived through that. So to now have a, a, a phone in my car that I plug in a thing to and I can talk to it like Kit and it plays my music. And I don't even have a Lexus like Fancy Neil does. I yeah. got a Mazda. But, like, my Mazda does cool stuff. And, like, if you had told me that when I was driving my 89 Dodge Daytona that I had to roll the windows down on that had AM. FM radio that I'd someday be able to tell my thing to play Griselda and and play Benny the Butcher. I, I would have been like, who's that? But then I would have also been like, oh, it's rap music. That's incredible. And so this is a great time to be alive. We're in it and, and, and appreciate that. And like, look around you, look at the people in your life who care about you and you care about. We have the supports in place, the love in place, and we look past it and we always are looking for more and next and we're missing the beauty of what we have in front of us. And so if that sounds corny, good. Nope. Good. Because that's what I'm all about. I'm all about the people in my life who show up for me and I show up for them. And I am I am lucky and I am privileged to have that situation. And so I don't take that for granted any day. When I'm working out with people and I used to be 420 pounds and I look at the screen and I'm working out on the internet with six or seven people in my class and I go, I don't ever take for granted the fact that you're here and that I'm here doing this. And I have to do that because I miss out on that experience of that. This is a thing that we don't do as a society. And I, and we all can do better individually savoring skills, truly savoring life. Like you would a good meal, savoring it, feeling it and appreciating it and noticing it for what it is and appreciating the fact that it's happening, we don't do that enough. None of us. And so I'm saying that to me. I'm saying it to Neil, who's constantly thinking about the junk in his trunk, and he's got to clear out his garage. Just listening to him talk about that, I'm like, God, this guy's got real problems, man. <laughs> Poor Neil, issue. right? But like, right. but like, then he's he's walking around being a jerk for six hours, and he's got like four wonderful kids. At least three of them are triplets, and the other one's like the best of all of them. And he's missing out. He's got a hot wife, and it's like, mm. he, and he doesn't get to appreciate any of that because he's walking around his backyard worried about junk in his trunk, like. What a miserable prick, right? And so, like, <laughs> this is the stuff we're fighting up against, folks. And so I want us to try to practice. Gratitude is a practice. It is not something that comes naturally to any of us. I'm grateful for the podcast. I'm grateful for this totally. opportunity. Mark had shared with me, uh, a listener uh, said, I'm in awe of your story. You're an inspiration to me. She's shared about how she lost weight. And she said, I've been getting to get uh, better focused. I I've been trying to get it together every day. I'm still struggling, but at least I'm going in the right direction. So thank you for sharing your story. 
So like we can reach people and they hear the story and then they can become better people. And that to me is very, very great. That's you And know, just try, like not even necessarily reach their goals, but the fact that they're trying a little bit harder because they heard from us that like, this is something that we want you to practice and do and that we're here to support you. Like people have reached out and we've, and we've directly supported them. Like I'm stretching with some of the listeners. They come to class. Like yeah. this is the stuff we want you to get. We want people to call up Neil and get a, and get a, a good comprehensive supplement evaluation. Like not because Neil's going to make a zillion dollars off of you because it's going to benefit you. Like that's what we're here to do. And, and this is a really cool, awesome thing that we get to do. And, and I can stress about the drive down. I can stress about how I'm going to not be as funny as Liv Smoller wants me to be. Or I can find a way to go, man, this is freaking cool, man. Like me at 16, if you had told me me and Neil would be in a booth somewhere recording something awesome, I'd have been like. That like millions of people are listening that, to. Like millions it's of people are listening. That's an incredible thing, Neil. It's awesome. So I see this season. And again, I started out with this idea of consumption. Yeah. This is a, a season of consumption, of buying, of stressing, of, of engorging, being gluttonous. And, you know, the gratitude piece for me is about recognizing and, and enjoying what we have and being grateful. But really it's it's about giving and that's that's what I how do you show your gratitude and we, we try to show it by giving back and so if I can stress uh, anything if any lesson can be learned here uh, it it if there's any call to action it's to take some time and try to make somebody's life a little bit better during this season when they're dealing with all their stress or, or whatever. So, you know, one of the things that we do is uh, Thanksgiving, we buy 120 turkeys and we feed all the people in Woodstock that need it. Right. And that's a really cool thing that we've been doing for a bunch of years now. Um, some of the churches that I went to and helped out during the pandemic, I uh, we have a little secret Santa during Thanksgiving where we're going to like feed those folks. So help people eat, help people uh, have a special day like we get to have from our privileged uh, standpoint push back into the world and and give and show your gratitude for your privilege and for your life by making somebody else's life a little bit better even just for a few hours and what you might find if you if you start that idea of thinking of others and helping others it gets you out of your own way and it gets you out of your own perseverative thoughts <laughs> that constantly beat you up. That roommate who's kicking you in the side and going, oh, here you go again, Mark, screwing everything up. That quiets the roommate and it gives you an opportunity to feel that efficacy that I as a person went out of my way to help somebody else and make their life better then I'm less focused on my selfish ideas. I'm less focused on the things that I think are super important. When I see somebody who's, who's got much less than me and I'm able to help that person, that's real, like real life gratitude. It's, it's, I get a much better appreciation. It doesn't have to be that extreme. Just look around the table at Thanksgiving, look around the table. Yeah. Some of these people might aggravate you. Some of these people might be a pain, but you know what? You're a pain you know, and, and I'm a pain, right? And so like, we're all at our worst days, not great. And that's okay. And, and, and to give yourself that, that same kindness that you would show to a stranger. And, and we talked about this with Drezzy, right? Give that to yourself, give, you know, give yourself that ability to just be in this holiday season enjoy it. Look around and realize there are people who wish they were here right now. There are people we have lost in this pandemic. There's people we've lost in life that we miss that wish they could be here right now. And so you get to be alive in this time 
Watch The Office. Enjoy your Netflix. Catch up on House of the Dragon. If you're watching House of the Dragon, it's freaking no. incredible. It's so good. I love me some Patty Constantine, though. Oh, he's so good. Constantine. Everybody in that is so good. They're awesome. And Matt Smith's like the best character. Damon Targaryen for life. It's incredible. <laughs> dragons fighting dragons. It, Targaryen against Targaryen. It's incredible. Brother versus brother. It's amazing. But... This is, you know, th this is, we get so caught up in the day-to-day, -day, we get so caught up in the rigmarole and nonsense of our lives that we miss out on all the awesome stuff that's happening. And we should be all inspired by the things that are awesome. And so that's what we're trying to promote here, you know? And, and that's why we're trying to have fun with this podcast because, like, we could spit science at you. We could spit stretching at you. We can spit discipline at you. At the end of the day, do what you want to do, man, but enjoy your life. If you get nothing else out of this, enjoy your life. Have fun with it. Yeah, disconnect from all the overconsumption yeah. all the time. So that was a nice little episode. I feel nice about it. I think Liv laughed more than normal. So I think we that's told a good her we were going to try to be funny. I told her I got a book, you know, comedy for dummies to try to get better at jokes. So I'm hoping that they yeah. were good. So I mean, the last thing I will say is just like the last bit of holiday uh, advice. Uh, if you're out doing your holiday stuff and somebody's acting unreasonable or even violent, remember this important community service. Turn your phone from portrait to landscape, record, turn the volume up, and keep focused in the in the thing and share it on the internet. Yeah, do it right. Because we can feel better about yeah. watching people fighting in stores. Again, bum fights. <laughs> Back to the bum fights. <laughs> that does it for this week's podcast episode. Take a few minutes to give us a five-star review and share the podcast to your social feeds. Visit wellnessupsidedown.com for all things podcast. And remember, being our healthiest starts with being honest about ourselves and the health and wellness industry, and then blazing a new path, marching forward one step at a time. I'm Dr. Neil Smoller for Mark DeSico, and we've got your back. Thanks for joining. Thanks.